Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to the E and Friends Podcast. I am your host, your girl, Model E on the Got What You Need Network. Remember guys, the E and Friends Podcast is still bi-weekly on Tuesdays, not on Wednesdays anymore. The day have changed, but we are still every other Tuesday. So make sure you tune in and you tell a friend to tell a friend that your girl, Muddle is on. All right? All right. Make sure you follow me on Instagram at ENFriendsPod and on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. So, guys, I have a good conversation for you all today. Now, I haven't told anyone about this day, but I think it's time for me to have a conversation about it. <laughs> um, I don't even know if I should or not, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know, I normally don't tell everyone my business, but I think tonight calls for a celebration for you guys. What do you think? I think tonight calls for a celebration, but I just want to tell you guys my first night with edibles. And I mean gummies, okay? Not even the whole pies, creams, brownies, cookies. I'm not even talking about that yet. I'm just talking about the gummies. Well, this all happened one Saturday night. Listening to Music 101, Shameless Promotion. Catch it every Saturdays on Spreaker on the Twin Radio Syndicate with your host Tall Sean, aka my man. Hey, <laughs> and um, so let me tell you guys about this Saturday night. On this particular Saturday night, you know, I've just been going through with having all these headaches and stuff, and I said, you know what. I am tired of all of this. I just want to mellow out. I just want to get out of this skin for a little while and just float somewhere else. So your girl decided that she was going to try some gummies, okay? Not the first time that I tasted it, but I tried like a half a piece somewhere before I was hanging out with somebody and I just tried half of it, but it wasn't nothing to affect anything. But... I call, you know, this night my first real experience. And I get to experience it with my boo. Yeah. I don't know if I should call him my boo after this, but he was my boo. So, you know, we were chilling, doing our thing, listening to Music 101, you know, with a vibe. And, you know, we just, you know, doing our own thing. And um, I got this peach flavor. So good, so good. Comes with, it was like eight in the pack. No, it was six in the pack, my bad. It came six in the pack, and it had the TCH in it, of course, so it was very well dressed. <laughs> so being me, you know, I had a little drink, just a, a, a little bit of alcohol along with it as well, just drinking, minding my business, having a good time. I ate one prior to everything, 
you know, I, I didn't have no warnings of how long it was going to, you know, take to come into the fag or anything like that. So I'm just eating, you know, damn, these taste good. Peach, I'm like, I'm going to get me some more of these. So good, just vibing, moving around. Next thing you know, I popped another one. So that's two. That's number two. Remind you, it's six in the pack, too. Chilling, vibing, just eating. Got up, went upstairs, got me something to eat. Okay, this is nice. I'm feeling this. You know, music is extra loud and extra funky up in here tonight, you know. So my husband, you know, he asked for one. You know, I gained one. He didn't touch the bag, so he didn't know. So I gained one. So, you know, he over there doing his thing. And um, now this is probably about maybe 20 minutes later, okay? Not really feeling anything. I'm just, you know, just doing me. I'm, I'm trying to get my heads in. I'm trying to get my heads in the clouds, not out the clouds. I'm trying to get in there. <laughs> so I ate the third one and um, started to feel a little different, but not too much different because I'm like, well, when is this thing going to kick in? I don't feel anything. <laughs> I don't feel anything. Like, when is it going to kick in? And so, um, you know, he, my husband just sitting there staring at me. He just smiling, smiling at me like, mm-hmm, you keep, keep on eating those. Keep it, keep it up. I'm going to have me a good time tonight. You just keep it up, right? So, you know, we just talking and shit. And, um, you know, at the same time, you know, because when the music is playing, you know, on Spreaker, you know, we have this chat. So I'm just talking to everybody in the chat. All right, just chatting it up, talking. They laughing, you know. He's saying some shit. I really don't know what's going on, but apparently the ass was talking about me, how I was acting. I didn't know I was acting any different. I'm just having a good time, a good vibe. So about 45 minutes later, I started feeling like I was in the club. You know, I could have just, you know how when you're in a club and like people smoking and you just see the little smoke and stuff. That's what I, you know, I, I started seeing the smoke. Seeing the smoke, I'm just vibing. And next thing you know, my mind just went to, like I was at this hole in the wall. I wasn't at no fancy club and shit. I was at a hole in the wall. And only thing I was doing is sitting at the bar just been drinking. Everything was, re- everything was revolving around me drinking, and I was just at this club, this hole in the wall. That's 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 everywhere I was. I was at this hole in the wall. So I'm here and I'm telling everybody. I'm like, damn, Sean. I was like, I feel like I'm at the club. He just sitting there looking at me, staring, laughing. He ain't saying shit, right? <laughs> so you know, vibing, keep on. One of the kids came down, whatever, and I tried to, you know, act all natural and stuff like that, and and I had a conversation with the child, and next thing you know, I felt myself drifting off. I started saying some other shit, so I was like, all right, I got to stop talking because the kid in here. So the next thing you know, okay, the kid went out or whatever. My husband, all he kept doing was just staring at me, staring at me, looking at me, smiling, saying, you fucked up, you fucked I'm like, I'm not fucked up, I'm good, I'm good, I'm just over here at the club, like that, right? Music, she like, seemed like the music was just getting louder and louder and louder. Just having a good time. <laughs> so I wanted to go pop another one. So remind you, that's four. 
And he was like, let me have one. So I went and got him one. And he was like, let me hold the bag. And I gave him the bag. And he realized that I had, no, 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 I'm sorry. I had already ate four. And he realized that I had already ate four. He said, hold up, how many came in the bag? I said, it's six came in the bag. He was like, so you mean to tell me you already ate four of them? He was like, oh, shit. Right then when he said that, I was like, damn, I done fucked up. So I ate four gummies that night, right? Then things start to get like odds, man. I was like, I was in the twilight zone. Shit was just boop, 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 boop. My head was all over the place. I was high as fuck, y'all. I was high. I'm over here on social media. I'm on Instagram taking videos and stuff. I ain't talking about shit. I'm just moving in the damn camera. My ass was feeling just that damn good. So I was like, all right, I like this, you know. Something take me out of the norm a little bit. You know, I'm still at home. I'm in my comfort zone. So, you know, I'm just feeling good. So next thing after that, okay, the show was over and everything like that. Everybody was laughing at me. Went on social media, saw my video. They were like, yo, Erica fucked up. Yeah, I was fucked up. <laughs> and so after the show was over, I'm calling myself trying to walk upstairs, trying to go back in the house. And I'm like, what, what the fuck is wrong with me? I'm like, why can't walk? You know, I started laughing and shit, giggling, acting like a schoolgirl. And then next thing you know, I got into the house and I, you know, my husband, he, he takes his phone out and he started, you know, videoing me and I don't know what the hell is going on. And so I started getting, um, a disinfectant wipe, right? And I started wiping down the countertops and shit. Like I started cleaning up and he videoed that shit. Like he was wrong for that. Like I was in a whole natural state of cleaning up, maintaining, just laughing and shit. Ain't know what I'm doing. But I was going to have a clean ass house. <laughs> I didn't know I was fucked up. I didn't know I was fucked up. But he knew I was fucked up. Because he was trying to take advantage of me all that night. <laughs> he was trying to take advantage of me. But he really didn't know that I ate that much though. So, that was my first time taking gummies and um for the record four times later after that I know only one gummy maybe two if I had nothing to drink so one night right again I did it again we had just got off the road and you know it was a Sunday night I didn't have to go to work and I was like you know what like man I ain't ready to go to bed yet you know I'm still on vacation mode I'm going to eat me a gummy. <sighs> okay. Husband tired. He went to bed. So I'm like, shit, I might as well go to. I ain't feeling nothing. Oh my God, y'all. Hour later, that shit kicked in. I could not sleep. I was up all night. Every time I felt like I closed my eyes to go to sleep, it's like I wake myself back up. I jump back up. And I was like, I got to stop doing this shit to myself, yo. I got to stop doing it. <laughs> I was like, I got to stop doing this to myself. Like, if I'm going to eat this shit, I got to stay up and not try to go to sleep. But 
I, it, it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing for me. You know, I know how to control. I know how much to eat now. I would never eat probably more than one again, you know, <laughs> in reality. But it's something good to mellow me out. You know, <clears throat> it's not like, you know, a regular weed that I got to, you know, I got to roll up and lick and shit. You know, I ain't got to dispose nothing. Um... You know, I really don't have to drink with it. So it's not even messy at all. It's just simple as putting a gummy bear in your mouth, you know, and it makes you have a good time. But I really hope they legalize marijuana because if they do, I'm going to have my daughter put me on that list. I'm like, look, you know, I got all these issues. I got headaches all the time. I need something that's going to mellow me out. I need some help. Oh, trust me. <laughs> I'm going to get me some medical marijuana because I needs it. <laughs> yeah, guys. So that was my, my first time, you know, doing the gummies, the edibles. And we're not even going to talk about the other thing, like I say. But I just felt like I wanted to tell you guys that, get you a little bit into my world show you how I have a good time by my damn self sometimes but I finally went to sleep after that second time I finally went to sleep and I woke up I'm not gonna talk about when I woke up I still was out of it a little bit but I'm just glad I had to go to work I'm just say it like that just glad I had to go to work but moving on moving on to something else since we're talking about me let me tell you guys about um, my lock journey. So, I haven't been posting too many pictures except if I've been somewhere and, you know, just thought I was cute and shit. Then I will post some pictures, but I am trying to grow some locks. So, right now, I am in my, you can say, third month of um, my starter locks. If you know me, you know that my hair is very soft. Like, I have, like, baby soft hair. So, it's taken me a little longer than the usual time frame, you know, for my hair to get that thick, yarnish look on the end. So, right now, my hair just looks like it's just twisted. But I am very open, and I have my arms open welcoming these locks to come in because it's something that I wanted to do for years but at the same time I know that it might not be a possibility to be 100% locked because of my hair but I am willing willing to give it a try I say by the time my fourth month comes along and if I am not happy with my process, then I may go another route to something else and try something else. Um, but right now, I'm very optimistic. And um, if any of you guys are there who are gone on your natural hair, your lock journey, please reach out to me and let me know how you know your whole starting process was because I do go to a loctician and I let them do my hair because 
I know I wasn't able to start it up myself. I do my hair for my boys in my house, but I didn't want to do my own hair just because of the texture that I have. You know, I don't have any of those 4B, 4C's hair. Like, I'm like a 2A, if that's the such thing, because my hair is like baby soft. And so my hair is growing. It really is. But it's once I get out of that chair, and I'll say maybe like a week later, I start to get a lot of frizzing. And it seems like the hair kind of um, like comes apart. But I mean, it's still intact. I do have budding. I, I haven't had it washed since I got it done. And I honestly believe that if I get it washed, I think it will stay. But I've, I have come to conclusion with myself. And I said that when I get my first hair washing and if it comes out, then I'm just not going to, you know, do wait, you know, do with it anymore. Um, I'll just, you know, try something else. I just want to be able to say, you know, I tried it. And um, who knows, you know, maybe after the fourth month, you know, my hair would be like, okay, well, this girl ain't giving up. Let me go ahead. Let me lock it. You know, just let me get with the program. Hoping that's what it would do. <laughs> but please, I love everyone out there who is out there on YouTube. They're doing their thing. Their hair looks so beautiful. And I just love the journey um, that you all go through with your locks. And I'm hoping that I can have the, you know, the same beautiful experience as well. So um, on to the next subject. Um, another thing about me, I'm giving you guys all the tea about me today, but this one here is going to be funny, right? So this is called a breast examination. Um, how many of you ladies out there have had um, your mammogram? You know, um, it's very close to me getting mine. I know at this moment here at 39 that I can request it if I want to, but um you know, they would like to do it at 40. And so um, I've been asking this question ever since I was like 36 years old. When do I get my mammogram? When do I get my mammogram? You know, and I, it, it was just something that just so exciting to me, my mammogram. And so all the women, they tell me, they were like, sweetie, it ain't all like a sound. It ain't good. They put your breasts in this machine and they squeeze your titties. That's what they do. And I was like, uh-uh, I can't have these things, please. <laughs> but, you know, I'm I, I'm still excited to get it, I guess. I just, you know, like to know if I'm healthy or not, that's all. But <laughs> but if you have had your, um, your mammogram, ladies, please let me know. I'm excited to hear about your experience, whether it was good or it was bad. But I had went to the doctor for another appointment, right? And, um... So, like, for the past few years, you know, now, you know, they tell you you don't have to come back every year, you know, for your annual physical. You know, if you didn't have anything negative, you didn't have to come back every year. So, you don't have to go, on like, every two years. So, when I would go, they were like, well, do you do your, your breast examination at home? You know, make sure that you're not feeling anything. And I'm like, yeah, I do it at home and stuff like that. And so, one day I said, um... Hmm, you know, feel a little kind of different, you know. It was like, 
a little bumpy, like like around the edges. And I'm like, why it feel like that? I was like, let me ask my daughter just to make sure. But in my head, I'm like, okay, Erica, you're very skinny. You're bony, girl. That's your bones you're feeling. There's nothing else. So I went to the doctor and I'm like, doc, I know this is not the visit for this. I said, but could you please put on some gloves and could you check my breasts? And she's like, well, what's wrong with your breasts? Because me and her have that mutual relationship. And um, she just knows that I'm going to ask her questions and she's going to have to give me some answers because I expect some answers. So she says, um, well, what are you feeling? I say, well, I'm not really feeling anything. It's just, you know, when I do my home examination, I just kind of feel like it's a little, you know, like I feel some little bumps around the edges or something. And she was like, oh, girl, lay down. Let's see what this is. <laughs> so I lay down on the table <clears throat> and, um, you know, so she lifts my shirt up or whatever. She said, all right. She said, my hand is going to be a little cold. Let me go ahead and let me, you know, feel it. So when she feels, she's like, girl, that's your rib cage, girl. You just skinny. That's your rib cage, girl. Get off my table like that. Right. <laughs> and I was like, well, I, I told myself that's what it was. I said, but you know, you can't be, you know, too short these days. So I just wanted to make sure I said, cause you know, it's almost time for me to, you know, get my mammogram. And she said, yeah, you can get it at 40, but if you really want it, you can request it right now. And so I'm like, well, I'll just wait. Uh, I said, that was the only thing that, you know, I was worried about or whatever. She was like, girl, you just skinny, get off my table. And it was just, Oh my God, when she said that, I just bust out and start laughing. I was like, we really do have this relationship because how she just going to tell me to get off her table? <laughs> so I just thought that was funny, you know, tell you guys about um, my little mini breast examination from my doctor. <laughs> okay, so last conversation for tonight. I'm going to get off about me and I'm going to read something um what this woman said when her husband came home from jail so i quote okay so my husband just came home from jail and been acting like an asshole ever since i've seen him maybe five times so he in the streets my dilemma is should i wait and let this phase pass us by or just run and divorce him I don't want to just give up on our marriage, but I feel like he already has. He just don't have the balls to say so. Mind you, it's other things we are going through that is testing our marriage, but I feel like God is trying to teach him a lesson and my spirit is telling me to get out of his way before I get hit with his anger. What should I do? Mind you, it's going on a year and I never cheated on him, but in his mind, I did. Shaking my head. Please be kind with your words. This is very touchy for me. Thank you in advance. End quote. So, okay. She said, be kind with your words and it's very touchy. I get that. I understand. It's her husband. She wants to keep the relationship. My question is, how long has he been in jail? And another thing is, your husband came home from jail and he's been acting like an asshole to you when you've been holding the fort down, not cheating on him, probably taking care of the kids, making sure the house is maintained, working and shit. And he comes home to the street. Let that nigga stay in the street. 
Let them stay in the street. But you don't want to run divorced by him and you feel like you just don't want to give up. Honey, he has already given up. If he's not home with you, he's out on the street with other women, he has already given up. He don't want to be with you. And if you are afraid of his anger, that right there alone should let you know, don't stay in that marriage. Because what did he went to jail for in the first beginning? Was it his anger? Hmm, that's the question I want to know. But this is the thing I don't understand. I would never, ever tell anyone to get out of a marriage. I would never. My first instinct is to always, you know, try and work it out. Unless someone is being abusive or you you can't really take it anymore and you have absolutely tried your best and nothing else, you have exhausted all your powers, then okay, do what you got to do because you tried. But for someone who don't care, who is not trying in a relationship and has anger issues, no. I would not stay there if I was her. <clears throat> I mean, if divorce is something, then, then, you know, succeed with that. Because you already know what it is. You know, you said that it has already been a year. And he already thinks that you are cheating on him. Now, anytime a man thinks that you are cheating on him and you are not cheating on him, more than likely he is out there cheating himself. And he don't want to be exposed. Because if you are out there, then you're going to find out what he's doing. But if he keeps you in the house and locked up, you won't know anything. You just be looking like a deer in headlights. So my advice um, to this woman is if you are feeling uncomfortable, you don't feel safe then maybe it's a situation that you should get out of. But don't get on here asking people for viable information and you don't take it. You know what I'm saying? Like people can ask for help. They can ask for what to do. But then they excuse everything that someone says or they use everything in their powers to go against what that person say to make them feel right and you know to make their decision valid I I can't really deal with people like that because if you're coming to me for help I'm pouring all my heart my knowledge out to you I'm being helpful and you take it and you don't take it into consideration and I'm going to be upset because you just wasted my time. And therefore, I'm not going to help you again on any situation that arises. Because my time and my knowledge has been, you know, it's been ruined. It's not good anymore. <laughs> so don't come for me to fill your knowledge basket when you're not going to take it. And, you know, you're just going to just 
empty it somewhere or just leave it sitting on top of the shelf. Like, don't do that to me. But, um, like I said, my advice, if you don't feel comfortable, you know, you, you feel worried, you know, about his anger, he's never at home, he's constantly in the street with other people, and he thinks that you're cheating on him, that's totally not a good situation anyway. It's not a good situation. So I hope that she, um, you know, gets everything she needs, gets it fulfilled, and Hopefully that they can work things out, but if not, then she may have to consider an alternate decision. And sometimes um, not being together is is a decision that we don't always want, but we may have to live with it if it comes down to that. All right. So that was just my two cents at the end. And also, guys, make sure... You don't eat no more than two gummies, okay? All right. Thank you for tuning into another bi-weekly episode of the E and Friends podcast. I am your host, your girl, Model E, and I will see you again later.